The Weekly Shots Podcast with your hosts, The Shots, Randomness, Yo, Brian, The Brainchild. My whole thing in life, though, is you question everything. And Uncle Daddy. Yeah, that's me. Boom, bitch. Spark. This gun's for hire. This cock's for hire, <laughs> according to Jesse. So what's up, guys? Yo. Yo, 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 yo. Now I can hear myself. Oh, I forgot to put headphones on. <laughs> He's out of practice. Yeah, apparently. Just you know who's out of fucking practice? Who is? This guy when it comes that to guy? numbers. Numbers? Algebra? Last night, algebra. Yeah. Mm. Dude's talking about two negative numbers, add them together, or I'm sorry, subtract two num- two negative numbers, and they make a positive number. Yeah, exactly. And I'm looking at this guy, I'm like, dude, you're just making shit up. <laughs> How the hell's two negatives make a positive? And then once he, you know, he drew the little freaking line. The little number line. And all the little things. And, and I, It's like, oh, okay, so... They just push you further into the positive. Do you know that's the stuff they're learning like in first and second grade these days? Well, go fuck yourself. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'll have one of my daughters come over and help you with your homework. <laughs> that's cool, dude. She can do it for me. <laughs> we can do this. You want to talk about numbers? I just want to say since the last time I was here, the numbers for the weekly shooter, they are through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, the weekly shooter. There's T-shirt sales of... went up. Um, really? We totally sold out our next uh, live taping over here in San Diego. Oh, at the stadium? Fourth no, uh, and B. We're going to start a little smaller. Yeah. The stadium wanted us, but we had a conflicting schedule with the baseball yeah, and yeah. everything that's going on. Yeah, we'll, we'll work it out next year. Yeah, I hope everything <laughs> works out for you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you got time to come on over to the small little weekly shots. I know, at our little studio you know over here. When you send a limbo service, I'm not going to turn that down. No, God as long as damn. I don't have to drive, we're this just guy. Gonna fine. I'm just about starving tonight. <laughs> yeah, send a limo over to get Jesse. I caught that on the last episode. You're welcome. I caught those. You're that welcome. was a good one. Uh, for everybody that's listening out there, every once in a while, I don't know, I get this weird music kick. Mm. And then mm. I shoot it over to John over here and I said, hey, man, check this out. Started with Billy Idol. Oh, damn. It was good, too. Because uh. I was stuck all in my corn, Slipknot, you know, Lamb of God. And mm-hmm. dude was just like, hey, man, check this song out. And it was one of those stupid links where you can't really mm-hmm. tell what it is. And Google Play pull up some Billy Idol, white wedding. And I <laughs> yeah. was like, damn. And then he's like, hey, little sister, shotgun. And I was like, God, damn, this dude's going crazy. <laughs> First of all, why the hell is he even talking about his sister? It almost seems like who's the one you There's want. There's some incestuous activities stuff going, going on there. Hitting on somebody else's little sister. Is that what it is? Is yeah. that what it is? No, hey, who's fun. the other band that came up with the song yeah, that was called Little Sister? Instant change of subject. Yeah, yeah. No, no, there's another band that came up with Little Sister, too. Eyes Without a Face is what you are, man. <laughs> we have to play. <laughs> we have to play the soundbite we did for Eyes Without a Face. And one day. We got it. We got it. Two we gotta, days gotta, a day. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up right Do now. We got that bro science thing. Because it's almost the end of the year. We, we never released it. This is gonna be a little insider. For those the fans. hard part, man, is it sounded like shit. <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> we don't know Please what we're doing. Shut the fuck yeah, up. but we sound like two fucking cats dying. And that's why it's gonna make it funny. Or two very stone drunk dudes trying to do something. Nobody that's smokes over there, man. Nobody. No, nobody yeah, does that true. anymore. That shit's Even though it's school. legal in California, yeah, now. no shit. It guns legal. It turns legal, and I turn straight. Yeah. Other than a couple. You know how much is going to change now in California? <gasps> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nothing's going to change. Maybe the economy might 
Oh yeah, it did great for Colorado or Denver. Booming, their economy booming. I'm I'm interested to see what it's gonna what's gonna happen here. I thought it was still illegal federally. That's the weird thing. I thought it was kind of funny how a bunch of people at my work they were like, "Oh man, I'm gonna get stoned tonight." I'm like, "It doesn't work that way, bro. (laughs) You still gotta wait for your job to say it's okay." I got mixed feelings on this. <laughs> Come on, bro. You can't. All right. You can't just one day, just because they voted in recreational, turn around and say, I can now do this and the job can't hold it against me, even though the job has well, you, not, the contract you I don't signed. I think they're saying that. It's just like my job doesn't stop me from drinking alcohol, but I can't be drunk yes. or under the influence while at work. Yeah. So it would be the same yeah. thing with with drugs. Yeah, but unfortunately, there's not a good enough test, and nobody has a good enough test to be able to prove that you're not under the influence of THC while at work, because it stays in your system so long. They need to like relax on that because no, I heard wait, alcohol wait, wait, wait. does ten times they the can't damage. Detect it? They can. <laughs> damn, bro. No, and alcohol, it your liver processes it out, mm-hmm. and the next day it's pretty much minimal to none. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, when you smoke weed, the THC stays in your system for weeks, you know, then depending on how heavy no, you smoke it. No, it doesn't. It can't. Come it's going to happen. Dude, you're a fucking Mormon. You don't smoke weed. I had before in my life, past life, not now, but it stays in your so system you're, for weeks. You're stoned for weeks. Straight? Not stoned. The THC remains in your system because it's absorbed into your body fat okay. and it's released but it's not released. But you're not stoned. You're not stoned. No. So then why would it matter? Are you trying to say If you get into an injury and you go take a piss test right now, they can't tell if you smoked it last night or last week. So they don't have a good test. Exactly. what I just said. Got it. I don't know if it's my headphones or you're just yelling at me. That's probably your... It's probably John. <laughs> why are you yelling at me? <laughs> how many How many have you had? yelling? How many That's beers nice have you cold. had? nice and cold. you want to sit? How many have you had? Hey, Burn cheers. your Mormonism. Take a cheers, sip. Cheers, cheers. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is Thanksgiving Jesse week. Jesse and his chocolate milk, and Brian with his chocolate milk with caffeine. <laughs> so, Minus the but here's caffeine. the thing. So that's the thing. So if I got sh- totally shit faced the night before, yeah, and I went to work, the only time I don't know how it is at other jobs, how they randomly test or not, but basically, if you get any kind of injury or accident at my employment, you have to go for a drug test because they want to. Their insurance wants to make sure if you get yes. a bodily injury that or some kind of disability, workman's comp. They want to make sure it's because you weren't inebriated. You know, it was just an accident. Yes. So they want to displace blame. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing. If I got shit faced the night before and I tripped and fell and twisted my ankle and I went to the doctors mm-hmm. and, and that alcohol was still in my system, then I'm at fault. But if you get shit faced, so the alcohol still going to be in your system. That's what I'm saying. So it's yeah. the same thing. You're taking the same risk with the marijuana then no you're not you know that you're you know that it's going to stay in your system for so long no. so if you choose to smoke even though it's legal you have to understand whoa i better not get in an accident or a slip up at work because if they decide to test me i'm going to test positive yes and i but, could lose my job but in the case of alcohol by noon the next day you're probably already pounding so much water and I'm it's not already arguing out of that system. part i'm arguing the but part with that marijuana you got to worry about it for a week or two well, that's what i'm saying that's yeah. the adult chase that that's the adult choice that they choose to make yeah they have to know if they're going to choose to participate and they they get drug the tested reaper, at work and they have to the lose the repercussions their job, for weed should be much less than alcohol it should be much much less because of the damaging effects of alcohol compared to that of marijuana. 
Well, want in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. I don't think they care what the damaging effect is. They just don't want to pay your workman's comp. <laughs> exactly. They just want to go, yeah. nah, this idiot crashed because he was still high. It's exactly. in the system. Even though you weren't high. Really well, what I want to know is why does the federal government still consider marijuana a Schedule One drug? Like, what's the purpose behind keeping it in that schedule? It doesn't make any sense. You know how many people they'll have to release from federal prison and jail and all that stuff if I they would, reverse that? I I'm know. interested to would find out. To? How they're gonna so when you go buy a beer, when you go buy alcohol, it gives you the percentage, mm-hmm. yes, of the toxicity of it. I wonder if how are they gonna do that for marijuana? Marijuana, it because has, it has milligrams per whatever it does because that's it I mean, actually I if literally a, has a milligrams just per, like there's a not limit accurate, for, but it does say just it like there's there. a limit for alcohol. I wonder if there'll be a limit for that. They're gonna have to regulate it, yeah. I've been told that the cops do now, they have a test that they can perform on you when you're driving to tell if you've been inebriated. Probably a stoner. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, this is like... I've done the research. Basically, take this data I'm about to give you and dump it right out your fucking brain after I'm done. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) But um, supposedly, he said blood, so that kind of, it's irrelevant now. So he did say blood, that they can tell how much THC is in your blood now. Yeah. And oh, tell if you're actually stoned. Just to clarify, there was a time in my life when I was a major stoner. Okay, cool. Major. And Mormon, so boom. Now, that was yeah. before he face. found, what's his in name, Joseph your Smith? face. Yeah. Mormons yeah. get high, too. No, Wait, we don't. Does Joseph no. Smith find you, or oh. you find Joseph Smith? Uh, No. No, nobody found him. He's you like Jimmy no. Hoffa. He's been gone no. for a long time. Say, oh, it doesn't work that way. No. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I actually man. found a book. But, yeah, that's another story for another day. Happy fucking Turkey Day, guys. Turkey Day. Gobble, 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 gobble. You know what I found out is they celebrate Thanksgiving in Mexico. They do. Yep. In Tijuana. It's very popular. It's close to America. Which doesn't make any sense because yeah, Thanksgiving has sense. nothing to do with them. Well, 90% of them are over here working anyway, and they just go back there to <laughs> Tijuana. And they, just yeah. keep the holiday going. Well, if you didn't have a border, would you say that? Yeah. Because, well, Do we no. really have a border? No. You know what? I want to say it has nothing to do with them. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we celebrate, what is that, Cinco de Mayo? Well, that's just a reason to Why sell in alcohol. my head, when I think of the Pilgrims and Indians, I, f- I picture it happening like right here in, in Pechanga. San Diego. <laughs> Pechanga. <laughs> or Verona. Or <laughs> no shit. <laughs> or all these Indian reservations. <laughs> I just picture them like, you want corn? You want a turkey? Let's sit down and eat. Uh, no shit. I'll show <laughs> so you how to freaking catch fish if you show me how to plant some corn, motherfucker. Did it originate on the East Coast then? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, with that's the original. Because I only landed. think of our Indians over here on the West Coast. Like the Nevada Indians and stuff. So I just, in my mind, I always had this vision. It's just happening Pechanga, over here. And, yeah. He doesn't yeah. get out much. No. No, it was over on Am the I East wrong? Coast. <laughs> yes. It was on the East Coast. And it was, I think the history is like a severe winter and they weren't going to probably make it without the help of the Indians. Yeah. And yeah, then we I think turned around and gave them blankets with shit all over it or something. Like, that's pretty brutal, man. Yeah. When you, uh, either way, happy Turkey Day. Yeah. I like to call break it a happy bread. Turkey Day. Yeah. Because everybody, you know what, Turkey Day is the one day everybody can just say, I don't care about the way I look. I can just gorge myself. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Only in America. Yeah. And parts of Mexico. Yeah. Wear your stretchy pants. <laughs> Everybody's wearing, wear everybody brings the 80s bloom pants back. Yeah. I need some room. I need a breathe. Laid out and crashed. So what's up, Brian? You're looking at me like you want to eat me. No, I don't. It's not Turkey Day yet. No. I cannot wait to make my turkey. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? I'm Brian? headed up to L.A. Interesting. That was me, Shots. Yeah. I am headed up to L.A. I got my boys up there. 
Yeah, you want to elaborate a little bit on that? I think that's an interesting situation. Yeah, I'm going to get into a vehicle and drive all the way up to L.A. and hang out there for a night and You're see my have boys. and dinner with your boys. And my fucking ex-wife and her goddamn husband. That's all, it's all good. Wait, oh. are they married now? Yeah, they're married. They oh, got married awkward. that quick? <laughs> yeah. That is incredibly awkward. Whoa. Were you in the wedding too? <laughs> yeah, I was the best man. <laughs> the best man. No. So my situation too, I mean, I also have a daughter that's not from my wife. Mm. And the way we worked it out is, you know. A daughter I, not from your Oh, got it. Sophia Go is from a. <laughs> Sorry. This, from a, yeah. what I like to call a three night stand because it was more than one night. Oh, God. <laughs> but I never have a relationship with the mom yeah. or anything ever. Ever. I, honestly, we never went out like on a date. I don't think we never ever went to a movie or anything. It was just. I wasn't a Christian. At that time, I wasn't a good person man, back then. God hadn't found him yet. <laughs> or he hadn't found God. I was like Bruce Bruce Springsteen out there. There's something happening somewhere. <laughs> oh, this <shit>. gun's for <laughs> hire. <laughs> so I've never, I don't know. I cannot imagine having to sit down with her at a dinner table for an entire meal and just enjoying that meal. And it's not about enjoying the, the meal with her, man. It's enjoying the meal with my kids. But the thing is, I don't feel, I would feel on guard. Yeah. I'm glad you have that situation because your situation is different than mine. You, you're able to go and sit down and be with that dude in the room. And I don't oh give God. a fuck about that part, man. Know, there's a whole reason why. But you have to understand, man, there's a reason why it's ex-wife. Yeah. That whole situation, that, that any type of emotion that would be stirred up is already yeah. gone. You don't think that guy when he's cut, carving the turkeys and be like, <laughs> I would this, guy's been this, inside, this guy's been inside my wife and he's <laughs> just like cutting your slices and stuff. It's I so hope weird. not. Jeez, that's pretty <laughs> disgusting. But I couldn't whatever. do that. I, I, yeah, no way. Uh-uh. That's too awkward. I mean, I mean the dude's kind of cool, man. He's a college professor. What do you want? What about if he just takes everything the wrong way? Like, can you pour this gravy over my mashed potatoes? Like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some more stuffing? Like, oh, what, 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 what are you trying to imply? <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I uh, inserted a special hot dog in your, in your stuffing. Oh, jeez. Are, like, are you a breast on? or a leg man? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Well, take a look. I don't look know. Is it just me? These things just going through my head. I'm like, that's what I'm Taking a about. look at these samples, I think I'm a breast man. <laughs> Yeah. You want white or dark meat? Uh, <laughs> you look at your ex and you're like, obviously I like dark meat. <laughs> Pass it over. <laughs> Damn. Actually, I'd be like, nah, I think I'll go for the white now. <laughs> obviously, dark meat didn't settle too well. Damn. Oh, yeah. And then she looks at you and goes, what you mean you like white meat now? <laughs> oh, my God. That can go bad so many different and ways. And you're staying the night too, right? You're staying the night up there? <laughs> oh, he almost jumped. <laughs> Me and the boys are camping out outside in a tent. Oh, so he wants to go pitch a tent. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, my dad used to say that shit to me when I was a kid. I don't know if I've said this before. When I was like, when I was like stupid little, Daddy, Daddy, I want to go camping. My dad, I would never forget this. He looked at me and said, Son, you camp out every damn night. Every morning I come wake you up, you got a tent pitched. I was like, What the fuck? What the hell's going on here? Straight freaking TP, stick it up. Oh, Hell geez. yeah. Big top. There we go. <laughs> Bringing the circus. Oh, that's hey, the that's, that's going the way up. it goes, man. Yeah, you're definitely going to have to do an update next week or the week after. I'll just see how it goes through. Now, the, you, I mean, it's only going to be as doing it. But, you know, honestly, dude, it's only going to be as weird as you make it. That's all there is to it. I'm oh. going into this with 
the only intent of me going up there is to see my kids. That's it. No, that's good. To see my boys. Because I don't want to take them away from her for Thanksgiving. She's already remarried. They like him. I've already observed them around him. They like him. Would they be? So why would I want to take that? Would she be willing to take the kids away from you on Thanksgiving? Well, well, that's pretty fucking obvious. But you know what, Brian? Turn the cheek. I don't do that shit. (laughs) I got called on out of that on a in a company meeting because of it because I told the boss that I no I don't turn the other cheek. Ain't you giving up no cheek? No, not on the face or the ass. Mm -mm. You keep slamming that coffee like that, man. You're gonna be turning a colon. This caught the that chocolate milk's uh, it's pretty. Well, strong. I guess your situation's a little different because you guys have history. <laughs> I didn't have history with Sophia's mom. Yeah, no shit, dude. Like one, two, three. Well, yeah, there's no history there, man. But six years being married, two kids together, whatever. That's cool, man. I hope it works out. <laughs> no, I hope it, it, it works out. If you could only see his face at the end of the day, you're fucked. <laughs> it's just because <laughs> in my mind, all I see out of it. In my mind, it just doesn't compute. Like yeah, I just, doesn't because matter. I couldn't do it. Yeah. In an intimate setting like that, like mm-hmm. I think about like when my daughter ever gets married. Obviously, we have to be in a big room and have, and, but there'll yeah. be more people there, or something mm-hmm. like that. But I think at the end of the day, man, my intent is I just want the boys to be okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to go up there and start shit. You know, the dude is actually a pretty cool dude. He's a cool cool. dude. This is what I'm going to say. You are a better man than me, and you are a better man than a better person than her or her spouse. Because they know that that situation is awkward for you, and they don't give a shit. I don't know if they really. Yeah, that's good on them, too, for. Do you really think that they know that this is going to be awkward for me, or do you. Did they extend the invitation to you, and you accepted it? She did, yes. And then the fuck he took it. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Yeah, she, hey, that may have been the freaking what case. A but weirdo. No, hey, that's whatever. good. Whatever. I don't care. I get an opportunity to see my kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take it. Fuck it. Take it. It's tough. Um, uh, three years ago when I've had to go to court a number of times to change our, modify the vegetation. And uh, the last time we went, probably about, I don't know, probably about five or six years ago, I had to give up. I chose to give up all um visitations for Christmases mm-hmm. because I used to do like okay you have her Christmas Eve and I have a Christmas Day and then yeah, we'll, the spring. next year we would, we'd switch and that schedule gets so tough to try to travel because either have to cut cut time short with my family or she has to do with hers and we have to travel and I just go you know what I'd rather my daughter like you're focusing on your boys I'd rather have focus on her and be like what's going to be most comfortable for her Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I'm trying to say, man. It's their mother. Just because I've got bad ties with mom doesn't mean they do. Mm-hmm. I notice that they do like him as well. If there's two people there that they have, you know, what am I going to do? Cook a fucking turkey? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm not cooking well, a turkey. Why here. not? Dude, when's the last time I cooked no, a turkey? Here, here's what Never. you could do. You could either oh, come, over come over to my to house, house or sure. Jesse's house. But, and... at the, but at the same time, my kids will have the experience of being able to spend Thanksgiving with their mother and their dad. Yeah. Not just one or the other. I yeah. just feel. I just. Do you guys ever watch The Simpsons? Yeah. Did you guys ever though. see that episode where uh, when, the little kid with the glasses, his parents split up, mm. and he goes, "Yeah, Weekend Dad bought me a DVD player." Weekend Dad. <laughs> and the other dad's all, "Shut up, yeah, it's because I give your mom all of my money." <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not where I wanted to go. But anyway, what's up, Brian? How's your freaking Thanksgiving planned out? It's gonna be freaking awesome. We're gonna. I don't. I'm not close to my own personal family at all. I don't like them. We don't get along, so I spend Thanksgiving and all the holidays with my actual family, my wife's family. 
And so about 15, 20 of us get together and have a big old meal. That's, That's cool. Pretty simple, straightforward. Maribel's in charge of the turkey this year, so she's stressing out. God damn, have you started your turkey yet, Jesse? I think that process get on that is shit. Gonna, the process is going to start tonight. Yeah, I know. So usually <laughs> I have to travel to Riverside. All my family is in either Orange County or Riverside. So the way we've always worked it out is uh, my wife always comes with me with my family. Her sister, who's also married, goes with her husband's family. And then Saturday, we usually have another, the second Thanksgiving for my wife and her sisters and all her nephews and nieces. So essentially, every year we usually have two Thanksgivings. However, this year, mm. we're just going to stay at home. There you go. Which I'm super looking forward to because yeah. it's going to be a holiday. It seems like the more we stay in San Diego, the less traveling we're starting to do. <laughs> we're starting to cut back on all the yeses and obligations for birthday parties and get togethers. I mean, there's a lot of times, I mean, you know what? The drive sucks, but when you actually do make the drive and you spend time, it seems worth it. Yeah. But the whole anxiety and stress, thinking about building up to doing that, so you're going to have to go make that drive. Yeah. Dang, brother. Dude, I've been I've on gotta, those freeways. I've got to make that I've drive been on those freeways. after getting out of class at 1030 at night. Oh. I'm going to drive up there, camp out with my kids at midnight, spend Thanksgiving Day and then Thanksgiving night around 8, 8, 8 p.m., I'm going to be headed back down here that's just to be at work at that's 1 a.m. Yeah, that's a that's tough rough, schedule. Bro. That's going to suck. But Ugh. you know what? We do what we do. That's Last the year working man. was the first time I did my turkey from cradle to grave, yeah. prepped it, everything, and cooked it, yeah. and boom, John. The one and only turkey I've ever enjoyed. Really? Yeah. This guy goes, Man, I'm gonna come over, but I really don't like turkey, man. I don't want you to be offended. <laughs> I just don't like turkey. I don't like it. And I'm like, hey, man, give me some more get of that your ass turkey. over here. Give me some of that bok bok. I'm yeah. gonna stuff you with this nice brown, dark skin meat. You love it in your mouth. You won't eat all of it. By the way, there was a long beard on that turkey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm hey, how good was that turkey last year? Yeah, it was. I've never had turkey. So I brined it. If anybody's listening, look up brining your turkey. Basically, you have to submerge it and soak it overnight. In salt water or what? In salt water, yes. And then you use a broth and you have other spices and stuff. Mm. And through osmosis, it just soaks in the turkey because turkey's so dry. Gives more protein. Just like chicken. It's Mm. really hard. You can only flavor the meat on the outside. It's really hard to really put it to soak in. So you have to use It's called marinating. But branding, branding. I said, but it's an uh, injector branding, for branding. butter, where you inject butter into the turkey. Yeah, yeah I was like, definitely Ooh. a southern freaking thing. I bet. It's like, geez. So I definitely took about six different recipes from YouTube yeah. and just combined them onto one. Oh, wow. My oh master my plan. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this though, man. Uh, in the South, Angie, my stepmom, she, oh, God, I can't really. Seems like she put like a porcelain glass inside the turkey with Sprite in it. Just in the glass, in the cup. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, it's supposed to make the meat like super, super moist. I love everybody's different style recipes because yeah. they can Using all work at one. My uncle did a beer can turkey last year mm-hmm. with a Foster's can, and he says it was delicious. I'm sure. Mm. Aki. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys ever had beer can chicken? No. 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 Ooh, I I'm going to have to throw those on the grill too. Yeah. But, sure uh, yeah. So, dude, I got, a, I got a 20-pound bird 
That thing is a brontosaurus. If you can see my hands right now, they're all the way fully extended across my chest. That's how big that sucker is. It's the way it looks whenever he's bringing me in. <laughs> that thing looks like yeah. <laughs> like the end of A Christmas Carol when he comes in and Tiny Tim's like, oh my God, we're going to eat today. Because <laughs> I came home with that sucker and James like, oh my gosh, that turkey's so big. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm he's excited. Mormon and I'm still figuring it out, so we don't know your reference. <laughs> <laughs> So that's good. I'm looking forward to it. I want to, oh, because you know, I did it last year. It came yeah. out good, but it's one of those things where I go, I can make it better. I know if I tweak a few things yeah. here and there, I can make it just a little bit better. I don't but know if you can a, make that better, man. It's a few days process. I think I'm going to have to smerge it tonight because I want to stick that sucker in about eight o'clock in the morning yeah. and have that thing ready. Hey, yeah. so Thanksgiving day, you are not working, right? Obviously. The next day, do you have to go to work? Yes. That sucks. Boo what time do you get system. off work? Come on, Trump. What Come time? on, Trump. <laughs> no shit, man. Make, I thought you were going to make America great again. I Come didn't want to have to work ever again. Fuck. Come on, Trump. <laughs> Build a wall. I don't want to work. Make hey, America check this out, man. What time do you think you'll be home? Because I got to get some of that turkey. I'm going to be home all day, baby. Didn't you just hear? I'm staying home. The day after, fucker. Oh. oh. Probably like 2.33, I'm guessing you'll be home by then. You better not work much you. later. No. Don't work much later than that, bro. Nobody's going to want to see you. Wait, what day is day. Thanksgiving? <laughs> Thursday, right? Yeah. I feel, uh, you know what? <clears throat> I might be coming down with something. <laughs> damn. You've been be looking a little bit so, uh, hey, pale. Hey, so Thanksgiving is, uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving is uh, Thursday. Friday, you have to work. Right. Saturday, I have to work. God. What? Saturday. Damn. Yes. Is this on? Yeah. I have to work on Saturday, too. Is that un-American or what? Dude. Come on, Trump. Come on, Trump. You should hear <laughs> what the Christmas uh, schedule is going to be like for me. Oh, you're, you're yeah. Done. You're done, son. Brutal. It's brutal. brutal. You're going to have to thing? work like full-on eight-hour days. Everybody's got to get their boxes, man. At least eight hours a day. Yeah. At least. At least. So you got the same work schedule for Christmas? It's going to be probably worse. Uh, it'll, it'll be Christmas Eve you'll have off, but Christmas Day leading into that night we'll be going in. I found out my sister and my mother-in-law are coming. It's kind of bummed out. Why? You're talking about Naughty it's Nadia? Family. Yeah. You know what? I got positive about it afterwards. Naughty Nadia. <laughs> That's <laughs> my sister-in-law. <laughs> Soon to be my... Oh, no. John would be my brother-in-law if they get... Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the hell out of This is the damn. Nah, I can't Hi, say that. Hi, Uncle Daddy. There's going to be a new Uncle Daddy. Uh-uh. No, they will not. Not Hi, at Uncle all. Uncle Daddy. Not at all. No, no. Freaking karma. Oh, I think that ship sailed. Yeah, that ship definitely sailed, but I'm still but looking forward to coming back. But that anchor known as Nadia is still lingering. Fuck that, bro. I'm done hey, with that. Hey, that's son. my sister-in-law. You better watch your mouth, folks. Oh, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Yeah, man. No, I'm looking forward to it now. I like a dinner table that has a lot of people, so you're lucky. You got yeah. like 15, 20 people. Yeah. That's a feast. That's what it would have been if we go to Riverside, but that's yeah. cool because I told my aunt that we'd just go every other year now. Yeah. So every other year, we'll be looking forward to having like a big family get-together feast. Yeah, it only took me about maybe eight years to accept this family as like my family. Damn. Eight years. Yeah, it only took after 11 years of marriage, yeah. I'll tell you eight what, this December. Four, nah, it's not bad. No. <laughs> Coming up in a few weeks, this December is going to be 13 years of marriage for me. Wow. Damn. Yes, homie. That's a long time. You ain't going nowhere I either. think it's the longest relationship I've ever been in. It's probably <laughs> the only relationship you've ever been in. <laughs> we still that the next year. I'm like, this is the longest relationship I've ever been in. 
You're lucky she It goes by in a blink of an eye. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It goes by. I got one daughter in middle school. Next year, I'm going to have two. And then the youngest is going to be 10. Man, this is And then the year so after, you're going to be buying like three cars. <laughs> Where's yeah, that going to come from? I mean, realistically, they're all going to be in high school at the same time. I'm going to have oh, a senior, rough, a sophomore, and a freshman. Oh, oh that's going to be rough. You already fucked up by getting them nice-ass iPhones. They're going to be expecting Mercedes-Benzes yeah. and Jaguars now. <laughs> My super sweet 16. <laughs> That's gonna be so disappointing. For Wait, them. are you gonna do quinceañeras? Oh, for those them? are like heavy in the Mexican mm. Mexican heritage, huh? I love being Latino, and my name, last name does st- end with the E Z. But I'm gonna go sweet sixteen on this one. Really? Yeah, yeah. No quinceañera. I'm not gonna do a mini marriage. I hear people spend anywhere from fifteen to like twenty five thousand dollars on those things. They can't <laughs> get that high. They can. I haven't seen any of that personally, but you know, quinceañera. It's like. Yeah, I think it's a cultural thing. People need it's to. It's a birthday. It's a cultural thing. It's a birthday. It almost seems like he's like for it. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Did they give Liam a quinceanera? No. $25,000 birthday? I ain't doing no $25,000. $15,000? No. Yeah, we'll, we'll go by increments of 10 here. I think if. Uh, if I was to do a quinceanera, I'd be okay with like maybe, you know, three to four grand or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's okay. Mm. Birthday party. Because let's go, Trump. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Put let's a fucking bouncy out there and throw a cake out, and that's it, man. I tell you what, congratulations, can, you made it. The wall just got higher. We can go ahead and throw that quinceanera. I tell you what, hey, I tell you what, your quinceanera is. Now you get to bail my insurance till twenty six. Get the fuck out of here, kid. Jesus. Oh yeah. It's it's an, it's an aspect of the culture, and I think the cultural, the parts of the culture should be kept alive. So that way the kids have an understanding of where they come from, their heritage, and all those things. And that's and keep from Mexico. The, Mexico yeah, yeah. Right? the tradition. A book okay, is if cheaper. If a book is cheaper. They can read about it. <laughs> Dude. Hey, if Mexicans are so goddamn rich that they can afford quinceañeras. They can't. Okay. What, that's what, only what, yeah. Mexicans in America. Usually what it is is um, the family will get together and they all kind of chip in oh. to get it done. Well, it's very rarely like the family. Had. Time. I could see us doing that if I only had one daughter, but three, but three of them yeah. all like within four years of each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, I just ain't gonna happen. You want to go to college or you want this stupid party that's gonna be over in a day? Yeah, it's actually three days, right? No, it's a day. What What are those three day parties Mexicans throw? They go I all fucking when out. your kid no idea. turns two. I mean, pick More one, three, four. Dude, I ain't gonna lie to you. Just no. pick a birthday. That's they like asking which them. one do they drink alcohol at? Oh, every single family gathering. Dude, freaking, uh, the my ex wife's freaking family actually had a freaking marriage ceremony for two dogs. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that's different. I want to say that's different. a Mexican culture. That's thing. not. It was weird. It's not. I think it was more for sh- just a ha 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 ha. But yeah, they did it. Wow. Like, yeah, it was weird. Is yeah, but I have, like, I'm going to be 13 years married. Thanksgiving. I've been doing some reflecting. Yeah. This year. I, I listened to a really inspirational uh, podcast. Do you guys know who <laughs> Shannon the Canyon Briggs is? No. He's a heavyweight, former heavyweight champion, two time. Uh, he started when he was really young and um, he got coached. His first coach was Tony Atlas, who was Mike Tyson's coach coming up mm. under Custom Auto. Mm hmm. And, uh, you know, he had all this promise, young kid. So I heard him in a podcast on Joe Rogan and he was telling his story and he basically went from rags to riches to riches to rags. And now he's making his comeback, comeback. again. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really good. I like, I mean, it's, 
you know what they say it's like if you can give somebody if you just give somebody a million dollars they could spend it and never be able to get that money back yeah but if you're a person that can make a million dollars and lose it chances are you can get build yourself back up again hence donald trump same thing with him so he got kicked down so many times but he, he was able to just focus back on what got him to the show which was his boxing mm-hmm. and concentrating on that and it was just interesting to hear like and you see this all the time with athletes you know they get all the money they blow it they got all these friends and then the money goes away the friends go away mm-hmm. obviously all the materials have gone away <laughs> empty bottles blood into your soaked eyes yeah but they climb back out of it yeah exactly so his his little mantra to himself was so he's he explained and for anybody listening go ahead and check that one out it's pretty good his little thing was he never liked to talk to himself because he had a, a family relative that came back from the war and had uh, PTSD mm. and would always talk to himself and have episodes so bad that one time he beat Shannon Briggs' mom really bad, like get left her two big closed black eyes. Mm. And, and he uh, took away from that not to talk to yourself? Well, he, <laughs> yeah, he took away from the fact that if you talk to yourself, you're crazy. Oh, that's what he thought. So he, he would never have conversations with himself in yeah. fear of, well, if I have thoughts and I'm having conversations with myself and I answer myself, now I'm crazy too. Yeah. Because he, he said they used to like share a room and they basically slept on bunk beds. So he would always hear him talking to himself and mumbling, you know, mumbling to himself and uh-huh. just having these conversations. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's wrong, but that's what his thinking was yeah. at that age. He was basically sharing why that left an impression on him yeah. at that age, which anybody can relate that's to that. Interesting, you know what yeah. I mean? So he just never did that. You know, coaches were always those voices in his head. Mm-hmm. It wasn't himself. Well, when the coaches went away and he gained weight, he said it was like something like 300 something pounds. God oh, damn. Wow. Sat on the couch for a whole year. And uh, finally he had the, the birth of his uh, youngest daughter. I think he had uh, like three or four kids. And he was holding his daughter, basically taking care of her. And he said he'd only get off the couch to go eat. And he just decided, you know what? I need to live for her. I don't want her to have to struggle. You know, you just play all those bad memories and yeah. nightmares over and over in your head. So he got off the couch and he said he just started going for a walk. But wasn't that talking to yourself? You know what? I need to live for her. Yes. That's talking to yourself. So that's what happened. He turned around on that. Yeah. And basically he started telling himself, let's go champ. Oh, let's gotcha. All right. Let's go champ. Let's go. Come on. Let's do this. We can work. We can mm. get and he just started, he cut out all sugar. He called it a war on sugar mm-hmm. because he said he used to empty a whole cereal bowl, a whole cereal box in a big giant salad oh, bowl yeah. and would sit down and eat the whole <laughs> thing. Yeah, you got to listen to it. It's good. So if you look at Shannon, look up Shannon Briggs on YouTube, mm-hmm. you'll see a bunch of let's go champs. He tried to fight uh, one of the Klitschko brothers. Oh, he was antagonizing the guy for a fight and he would follow him to all his public appearances mm-hmm. and he would just interrupt everything. If he was doing some kind of opening for a library or speaking to a school, he would just barge in and go, let's go champ. Come on, champ. Give me a fight. Give me a fight. Come on, champ. Let's go, champ. Mm-hmm. I'll knock you out. Come on, champ. Let's go, champ. And he even followed him into a restaurant. Really? And uh, Klitschko was just sitting down. And he was eating his food, and he goes, "Let's go, champ." He walks in, and there was like some guy caught it on his on his cell phone and posted really? it. And he goes, "Everywhere you go, I go. Everywhere you go, I go. Everything you eat, I eat." And he took Klitschko's plate and just started oh, eating his food shit. in front of like straight punked him and then Klitschko gets his watch and goes oh you're thirsty and then throws it on him and they just get into this tussle right then and there wow. and he's let's go champ that's his whole mantra so that but that ended up being like an inspiration he was like uh, 
videotaping all his workouts and yeah. everything like that. And now it's like this big old, like a DJ Khaled type of thing, yeah. like on Snapchat and Instagram. And yeah. people through his story, like no promotion, no PR, just through the power of social media, mm-hmm. he's able to just stir up all these things. And now everybody knows him as Let's Go Champ. Yeah. Now he has a website, he's on t shirts. Mm-hmm. And That's he's, thing, to, and he's like, trying to get a fight in mind. It's a dip low. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's like, I do that sometimes. Like, I'll try to find a motivational video on YouTube where I'm starting to feel down. Because everybody has their good days and their bad days. And on your bad days, what do you do? Because you can't just sit in, in that muck and just... So sometimes I'll do, like, I'll go look up Wim Hof, and I'll look his breathing exercises, and I'll start doing the breathing exercises, and then I'll watch the motivational video while I'm brushing my teeth, try to pull myself out of that crappy mood and just get myself out the door. Yeah. And you got to do that sometimes. Honestly, I still hear my coaches from high school. Yeah. And that was a long, that was years ago. <laughs> Damn. But you know what I mean? When you're trying to really push yourself to them. I mean, do you hear your jail sergeants or something from the military? <laughs> There's got to be something that gets yeah. you to go. It was pretty blurry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is to it, man. There's got to be something. Blurry. You don't have that internal voice when your things are just, your back's against the wall. I talk to myself. It's just you, your own voice? I talk to myself. That's a real man right there. That's a real man. I really do talk to myself a lot. Dude, I I would straight call myself a dumb. You fucking idiot. What the fuck are you thinking? (laughs) All right, don't do it again. All right, cool. Like, almost like (laughs) two people talking. It's weird. No, no, that's normal. That's a healthy. You, I think so. The, the most intelligent people in the world. That's they, almost they like not acknowledging your yeah. own existence. I think it's. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, you're supposed to like talking to yourself. You can work problems out. You can motivate yourself by talking to yourself, which is a really odd thing if you start thinking about it. No, dude. When I was training it's for like, the marathon, I did that a lot. I'd be like, "Come on, you fucking idiot! You're not getting tired. Get the fuck up here and get." And, and yeah, for some it was reason, bad. it works. It did. Like if you're looking at, okay, I'm yelling at myself, and it's motivating me, and it's changing my own mood. Like I'm altering my brain chemistry somehow to, in order to do that. That's an odd thing when you start thinking about it. Like, how is this working? Why does it, I know what I'm going to say? But yet it works. Have I've you ever ran 16 straight miles on a treadmill without oh, no. stopping? Yeah, nah, that's my warm-up. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> that takes a lot of talking to yourself. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Let's go, champ. Let's go, <laughs> there champ. There was no champ. No. None of that bullshit. I don't know why. When somebody says that, champ, blah, 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 blah. In in a way, it's almost like demeaning to me. I don't know why. It's different for everybody. Yeah. I've never. But that's just you. I've never liked that shit when somebody's like, you're a fucking warrior. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up and listen, let me do this. You know, I don't know. I'm just weird like that. Probably because in your mind, you want to know that you're doing it on your own merit instead of somebody yeah, else that pushing you. Right. Yeah. There may be a little. That sounds like. Just what you've fun. shared a little bit about your background and growing up. You probably want that. You know, I'm doing. Yeah, this. I definitely don't like it when somebody says something about it. Yeah, I absolutely fucking hate it when somebody tries to motivate, motivate me to do something. I'm, I'm like, the dude, opposite. Shut the fuck up. I do not like that shit at all. I'm the opposite. I love it. Yeah. I do I that with my wife all yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it because I want to do it, not because you're just telling me to. <laughs> yes, dear, I'll do the dishes. <laughs> I love motivation. I love getting constructive criticism. I, I seek it out. I love it. I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts, and it's really interesting that they're all unrelated to each other. Mm-hmm. But if they interview certain athletes or people that operate at a high level, successful, there's a common theme. Yeah, there's consistent. And it's times. about you know what? Now that I think about it, it's not necessary. It's it depends. It's the the delivery. It's the delivery of the constructive criticism that actually works. Because I just said I absolutely hate that, but at the same time, I'm starting to remember certain people that say things to me, and I'm just like, that's right. 
and it pushes me a little harder and it pushes me a little harder. But it's not somebody saying, come on, champ, you can do it. That, that, the cheesy. Yeah, it's cliche as shit. But when somebody, I don't know, I guess when somebody says, you know, you could have done it this way or this way, what do you think would happen if you did it this way? Then I'm mentally trying to play out a scenario and like, oh, that would work. Yeah, I had a guy that in my, does work. I had a guy in my team that that's how he would fire everybody up. He would just yell, he'd get in your face. He would like hit you on the shoulders. Come on, come on. And that uh, shit would make me so mad to, I'd knock him the at, fuck out. At that age, that used to like turn me back down. Mm-hmm. But now at my age now, I'd get I'd eat that shit up all day long. Just feed me. Feel this fire. Just throw those lungs. I'm if so, not, you know, you I'll, know, I'll out on something like that. I'll tell you I what gives me more. Kind of yeah. What gives me more motivation is somebody explaining the future, as far as this is what's going to happen when this happens. If that makes sense, it's kind yeah, of hard it does. To explain it just it. sounds super boring to me. What? No, but wow. that's good because we're seeing two. Everybody's con- different. What a no, homo. we're seeing two contrasts. Yeah, the things that fire me up turn you right off yeah the oh. things that fire you another up, man like, touching you in the shoulders and groin fires you up. okay uh, i'll do that <laughs> gotcha no that's not a bad thing that's just good that's yeah I, shoulders and groin seen? that's all you want touched <laughs> who wouldn't have you seen the muscles on this man uh-huh. by man Mm-mm, good <laughs> jesus it had a camel's hey. commercial calm down <laughs> who wouldn't who wouldn't get up for something like that <laughs> Hello. obviously Pop i'm getting up right now popping a tan <laughs> And by tent, he means something's growing downstairs. And by downstairs, he means his crotch. <laughs> hey, I wanted to throw it out there real by quick. By a tent, he means penis. What? <laughs> Dude, what? Nothing. Oh, okay. What did you want to throw out there? Yeah. Jesus, man, I'm talking about a pair of socks. Hey, socks? but um, yeah. Last week, we talked about a little bit of that Nibiru. Dude, there's like a shit ton of stuff on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I know it's YouTube. It's not like... Like I said before, it's not like accredited and blah, blah, blah. No, there's not no, no, Nature no. Magazine. It's definitely not peer-reviewed or NASA. You no, know. there's stuff by NASA on... Not a straight answer about it. But this is the thing, man. Every single day I get home from work, I'm like, just bore the fuck out. I'm like, you know, I just want to sit here and watch a video real quick. New, 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 new pictures, evidence, and just a lot of different shit. I'm just like... God damn, maybe, maybe there's something to this. And different uh, media outlets mm-hmm. are starting to report it. Are they? It's not. They're like not calling MSNBC. it Nibiru. Yeah, exactly. They're calling it disturbances. They're calling it an asteroid. Actually, there's a fucking asteroid on Friday supposed to buzz Earth's freaking hair. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Yeah. And it's big enough to cause a lot of hate and discontent. It, they. But you, what, I actually, when's the last time? Did you even hear about that one that was supposed to be coming by this Friday? I haven't heard about that one, but there's been multiple ones. There's one that went in between the, what was it? It was between Earth and, and, the, I, moon. and the moon. And we didn't even know about it until 10 days after it passed through. Like, we completely missed it. Because it came through from the sun's Because it came through point. from a certain oh, angle, and we completely missed it. So that, that tells me... We could get smacked by an asteroid and never oh, even know it. Dude, look what happened in Russia. Look what happened in Chernobyl. No, 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 well, no. What but, are we going to do anyways? We're not going to send up Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis and break <laughs> that thing in half. You don't need to do that. So if it comes, it comes. I mean, what you All you do have to it? do is just hit it just a little bit. Actually, you, you don't, don't have to do it. much. You put, something in or- you put something that orbits it, right? No, there's a multiple things. You could do something where... 
Um, you can, on. Is this bro science? <laughs> bro science, bro, 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 bro science. So yes. bro. <laughs> but what you could do, one of the things they said is uh, you can actually paint it so that way it yes. absorbs or reflects a certain yes. amount of sunlight, which yes. will change its trajectory. Did you say paint it? Yeah. No, you can dude, hit it with like hey. a giant paintball. Yeah, no, honestly, re- no, not even Jesse, kidding. Jesse, realistically, Woo, my eyes are rolling to the back of my head right now. <laughs> okay, with the amount of reflectivity, or it's a certain color, it absorbs more heat on one side of it, and it will actually give it a push. Yeah, you just need you to, have to push understand it. something, Jesse. You can go ahead and pour me some more tequila. <laughs> no, Jesse, you have to understand something. Something that's thousands and thousands of miles away if you just shift its trajectory by one I'm sorry. degree we're just gonna run to home depot and just <laughs> throw like the gideon one coat miracle at it you better use some valspar on that shit <laughs> but still if you can just shift okay. it by one degree it can yeah. it can yeah. change it for all right cool yeah we'll just shoot yeah because the last yeah, thing you want to do is blow it up definitely yeah. don't want to blow it up no nah, no nah, we just want to paint it well that's one thing yeah, it makes perfect sense. The other thing that they want to do is actually mine them. That there's actually some major that companies is, that are yeah. trying to put themselves mm-hmm. together to mine these things. You but can the, see let that. Let me see something. So you said that's what the first thing you see when you pull up YouTube? No, no, no. The, no, man. You t- actually YouTube works on algorithms. The more of something you watch, no, the more it pushes at you. Saying, just so you know. When you said you got home, you see all this new, new, new yeah, yeah, yeah. from YouTube. So yeah. well, how I want about to see something? Let me see. How about, pull, pull up your YouTube right now. How about we explain what it is that they're finding? Go ahead. Yeah, I want to know that. But let me see. Pull up your YouTube right now. My YouTube is going to come up with a lot of stuff about Hearthstone. That's like what I, I want to see. I want to do a little thing right now. When I, I watch something that has YouTube to do on. with Nibiru, if I watch more than one or five videos of it, then it's going to start promoting more of that. Okay, team. here we go. This I is online. How, I understand how it works. Mine is 10 scary yet beautiful facts about space and us. Hearthstone news. Earth is shifting. Uh, it's stuff by NASA. Uh, another one is about comic books explained. Um, I like going, I like those ones. Let me see what yours gonna is. Sound so racist. <laughs> oh my god! The ne- <laughs> who's the next Grand Dragon? <laughs> or Grand oh, Wizard? Oh yeah, yeah. No. Check that out. Full scene All of right. a Hulk versus the Hulkbuster. And For some odd reason, I get a Best Buy. Let's see. Oh yeah, that's the first one I mine right. too. For, uh, Foo Fighters, something from nothing. Bruce Springsteen. Uh, wow, inspirational Trey Grouty speech that had everyone listening. What? What is that? It's politics stuff. And then Bill Burr, he's going off. Oh, I love that guy. Ben Shapiro destroys liberals. Sally Khan on institutional racism. I think that's interesting. Here's best parallel universe documentary. I've got a bunch of the far out stuff mixed in with some music because I use YouTube at work and it's constantly recycling Uh, music as well. I like that Ben Shapiro. If you guys listen to Ben Shapiro at all, Mm. Brian, I'm surprised. But either way, he is the guy that the whole Black Lives Matter movement, the whole uh, feminist movement, all this bullshit movements. You know what I'm saying? Everybody mm. just trying to act like everybody's singled out. He's the guy that goes to the different colleges and speaks pretty much all statistics, all truth, and it's actually pretty good to go. That's kind of like what that Milo Yiannopoulos guy does. And he just, and, and he just rips people to shreds. And I was talking to somebody about today, that today. I was like, I'm thinking that the major problem in the United States right now is really wealthy white kids. Why is that? They're going to college that they don't have to pay for, so they don't have to work, and they're in classes with teachers who never really had a real job other than being a teacher, and then what ends up happening is they 
it's um, they keep reinforcing the ideas, and the kids are so excited because they're learning from a professor. They think they're gods, um, almost like a priesthood, and then they end up just keep reinforcing the ideas that they believe, like um, like these rich white kids who are protesting and about Black Lives Matter, and but they're not really doing anything to help anybody. They're stomping their feet. They're creating a bunch of noise. They're they're protesting in Oregon, and but they're not really doing anything to help anybody such as like what um <laughs> i mean they feel like by protesting and bringing awareness and just entering the conversation that something will spark from that yeah see i've been trying to work through this idea in my head like all day long like they their their colleges cost them like sixty thousand dollars a year um which is more than the average person makes in a year they don't have to work they're not doing anything and they're not really I mean what are they honestly doing to help out these supposedly oppressed peoples nothing they're not going out there with with the migrant workers helping them in the fields they wouldn't because then they'd be taking away that job that's not going to help them no so I don't know it was just something I was thinking about they're screaming equality but they would have to finish college get a degree and somehow organize a business model or something to help these people get out of the situation yeah. of being in poverty or I don't know. Would they be willing What's to the give whole up? Idea of, it seems like all these college kids go with all these, you know what I mean? You're just getting bombarded. You're supposed to be the elite of the elite and all these, you're at that age where you're becoming an adult, so to speak. You're away from home, most of them. And you're just crashing against all these information and Theories and, and developing from that, right? It's like a weird time because you yeah. got what, 18, 19 year olds to like 25, and just, well, let's just admit it, most of them are probably partying and stuff too. But, yeah. but you yeah. know what I mean? You're supposed to be like questioning everything and learning and supposed to be this higher education. But it's at but the same time, it's not. Zimzer crap and you know oh, what you I mean? Did. Yeah. You're getting all this mish, mishmash. But you're only posh. getting like one side of the argument. Is And only one side of the argument is allowed. And it's the professor's side of the yeah, argument. It's, it's whatever super, he wants to melt you into. It's this super, super liberal mentality, anti-white, anti-democratic ideals that, that is allowed in the universities. And anything outside of that isn't really welcomed. I, I'm curious. So obviously when my kids go to school from kindergarten to high school, they have curriculum that's the state has to, you know, you have to learn these basic things. Federally enforced, yeah. So what is it for the colleges? Whatever that professor decides? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's practically damn near impossible for him to get fired. Yeah, once they get tenured. Yeah, once they're tenured, man, it's it's his world. He, when Whatever, whatever student steps into his freaking uh, classroom... It's what he's saying is they're going to take it as truth. There was actually one university, uh, I think it was the University of Tennessee, that said they wanted to have a safe space where no white people were allowed. Exactly. Shit like that. In another university, they're taking down all of the American flags in the university because they're finding that offensive. And so this guy who was interviewing one of their students, he asked, okay, so if the United States is so horrible, what country would you prefer to be in? What country is doing it correctly? Mm-hmm. You know, what country do you feel the black man would actually receive a fair trial for a felony offense? And the kid had no answer because there is no better place. Yeah. There's no other country that's getting it correct. 
And no, they want to create the utopia here in America. That's the that's their end game agenda is creating this world where everybody's just college educated. <laughs> it's not going to happen, man. Nobody not. Well, and then the other thing, too, is this guy who was interviewing the kid asked, you know, you know, if it's the poor people who are, are oppressed and all these things, name a trade school where they're burning the American flag, where they're protesting, name some sort of community college where that kind of stuff is going on and you won't find one. The only places where these protests are going on, where the American flag is being burned, is these expensive universities. You know what I love? I love how all these college kids and their safe spaces and don't hurt my feelings and address me by (laughs) whatever pronoun I want you to address me by. I love how they run around marching to this this matter, but as soon as Donald Trump got elected, they just lost their fucking minds, man. Running around <laughs> in the streets. Not my president. So Fuck dumb. you. Not my president. <laughs> Whatever happened to your freaking safe space and being nice and courteous oh, to yeah, other love people? Trump's yeah. Hate. Yeah. Love Trump's hate and all this yeah, bullshit, you know. I think what, what it is, it's, you just throw that out the fucking window once once the card's not in your favor. Jesus, I think the problem with the youth is they don't have to face any trials. So what ends up happening when you have no trials, when you don't have anything like anything that you have to worry about, mankind does start done doing some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you almost start attacking yourself in a way mm-hmm. when you don't have anything external as far as like conflict like a source of it then you start looking for conflict internally and you see that as a pattern within mankind um i'm going to use an um let's see what's an example that that would be good uh, religious examples usually when there's no religious oppression upon a group of people and all that kind of stuff goes away they start nitpicking each other mm. and they start looking at each other and start overjudging each other because next there's no you know, external source of conflict and next thing you know they collapse their own damn religion but when you start looking well, at communities where naturally there's always going to be a order of things, a hierarchy. There's always going to be the alpha male. People are always going to fall in line. There's going to have to always be a leader. Yeah. But when you it's like if you go to a small town, say in where the elements like where it gets really freaking cold, like in Alaska, they're not worried about race. They're not worried about, you know, what's my gender identity. They're worried about working together in order to survive the harshness of nature. But once all of these external sources of conflict are removed, and you can see that in these areas like the University of Tennessee, where everything's nice and calm, or the major cities, where there's no real problems for them to worry about, then they start nitpicking each other. I don't. I see your point to a degree, but... How do you know? Because how do you know? Because once the people get acclimated to living in Alaska and stuff, how do you know they're not going to just shit on their neighbor? Because they still need to prepare for the winters. They still have to work extremely hard. They can still hate the guy that lives across the stream or the, you know what I mean? But like they, they need each other. They still have this conflict. They're still going to need each other in order to survive. That is almost never going to go away completely because the harshness of the environment. That doesn't mean they're going to get along. Let me ask you this, No, but they're going to work together. How many days of work can you miss unpaid? Like, not vacation, not paid sick. Unpaid days of of work can you miss before your life is about to get fucking royally derailed? Man, well, if you're talking unemployment, it's going to be a couple years. No, you, you ain't even going to be able to file unemployment. You're just, you don't go to living? work. You're not going to, no, you're living where you're at now, your apartment. Well, I would get unemployment then. No, this is a hypothetical question, bro. Oh. You're not going to get unemployment. 
because you're not employed. Think about this. Oh, for I a don't second. have a job. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say is how the fuck are all these people rioting and shit surviving? <laughs> oh yeah, they don't have Jesus, to Jesus, they're days and weeks now. Weeks have gone by. These people are still out there on the streets. Not my president. How are you surviving? On yeah, oh, you're saying how, how are you do buying they have food? the time to go protest? That's the goddamn problem. They've got the fucking time to protest. That's the problem. Go get a fucking job. Get a job. Get some shit in your damn life so that it requires. I heard that too. Where it requires you to need to work. Yeah. Ooh, UFOs? No, I'm hearing some extraterrestrials coming through. Picking up some things, some frequencies. Nah, I think it's my neighbors. But either way, sorry guys, expensive studio, free podcast, get over it. But either way. Oh, I think that's Billy Idol recording his new album. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'm just saying, man, these people that you listen to them, they try to sound so intellectual and they sound like fucking idiots. They yeah. have no real answers other than my feelings. My feelings. Yeah, that, Do you that, really that believe idea? fucking Korea or Russia or, you know, goddamn Iraq or Iran? Do you really believe those motherfuckers are going to care about your safe space if they come through? <laughs> Can you imagine if you those really the, got what you wanted and everybody just laid their guns down? Perfect the little America. Wow. Yeah. The, I mean, what do they think is going to happen by them protesting saying, not my president? That is That is some of the dumbest rhetoric I've ever heard. But it's, like, it's kinda, what, what do you what, what you think that just because you're saying he's not your president, they're going to take him out of office? Yeah, no shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. The only reason I on your point is I, I was listening to a radio lab and they had some small town back east. It was a town of 28 people <laughs> and they actually ended up voting to not be a town anymore, to not to exist. Yeah, I heard something about that. Yeah. And it was because... You know, there's 28 people. It used to be a booming town. They actually had their own baseball team. Yeah. What happened was the railroad used to stop there. And then all of a sudden, the railroads didn't stop there anymore. No, cut them off. So, you know, just two people moved away. But, yeah. you know, there's always going to be people that stick it out. Yeah. And these 28 did. And they had their little votings. And, well, somebody came, an outsider came and moved in. And maybe they wanted a change of scenery, whatever. Wanted to live the farm life. Maybe they saw a movie. I don't know. <laughs> but they bought some horses. They watched Alabama and some other wanted to make glass out of the fucking sand. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so romantic. And we're feel the exactly. I'm going to have me. a fucking accent and a nice ass. Everything's going to be great. And my little plane that floats on water. Did I say nice cool. ass? I don't know what that has to do with Shit anything. happens. Go ahead. <laughs> well, anyways, these people bought some farm animals and they bought these horses and they didn't take care of them. <laughs> and the horse shit started stacking up to like the horse's stomach. Oh, jeez! And people started complaining. Yeah. So they said, we need to do something about this. How do you make somebody just clean up their, there's yeah. no law that said they had to. So it what did they do? Common sense, but they ahead. voted in their little town of 28. They voted to have an ordinance that says you got to be able to keep up your par- property to a certain yeah. degree or whatever. Like an HOA does. Makes sense. Well, that targeted some people that didn't have money where you have those rusty cars in the front lawn, but those those people have been living their generations. So, you know, they're like, well, I'm not going to change now just because you want to go and cut your lawn and put little pretty pink flamingos in front and yeah. little gnomes that shake their head and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. So they fought and they actually just got divided. But oh, you see man. in your scenario of Alaska, what did those people really have to argue about? 
cold. There's nothing. They survival. need each other to survive. There's yeah. only one general store. There's only one little Piggly Wiggly to buy your groceries. There's only Piggly Wiggly is one shit, this bro. and one that. There are 28 people. They need each other to exist. And then when it came down to it, it was one vote that actually swung the whole thing. And now they get wiped off the map. They get no... Um, you know, state or city help to so it's like their a county, streets. It's a county thing, right? It's so weird. And then they, it was a really good interview, but it's like you said, like if there's always going to be some, you know what I mean? It's not mm -hmm. just going to be, even if you're put in the situation where you have to depend on the other person, there's yeah. always going to be that. People are always looking, you know, why does that person have what I don't have? Why are they so happy? Why am I so miserable? Oh, they think they're better because they did mm -hmm. this or. You know what I mean? When you're hurting and you see somebody doing good, it's mm -hmm. hard for somebody to feel happy for that person. Yeah. And that's why, like, I was going back to go first circle. Like, I've been listening, like, hearing all these different athletes and, like, this guy Briggs, when you have nothing. You, now in this interview, he was saying, like, you know, he's in for fighting. It's not even about the money anymore. It's not about, he doesn't want to have a Bentley. Yeah. He doesn't, he goes, I don't want to buy clothes. I don't want to, this is who I am. This is my identity. This is how mm -hmm. I exist. And if I get a couple of things, I'm just going to, you know what I mean? You're not going to put your value on possessions. That's the thing. Like if, if the possessions is what defines you as a person, if that's what you're seeking out, a nicer home, a nicer car, a nicer phone, better clothes, you will never be satisfied mm. ever. You will never be satisfied. It has to, you have to be happy with what you have. First, f seek contentment with who you are and what you have then you're going to find happiness. But if it always is looking to these external things, you're never going to be happy. Like I used to be that way. I always wanted, I was like, oh, I've got to try to make more money. I've got to get a better car. I've got to get a better phone, this or that. I'm still trying to get a better phone. But <laughs> He's but addicted it, to phones if you haven't figured that out <laughs> a little yet. Bit. Yeah, a anybody bit. who knows me knows I'm, I got a new phone like every year. But it's like with everything else in my life, I've gotten to a point now where, you know, I'm, I'm happy with my little two-bedroom apartment because – it's the contents of that home is more like my family is what gives me the joy. The the nicer cars and things, I mean, when you can get past it, like that Briggs guy, he realized that. He got to that point where he found happiness comes from within, not from the stuff when outside. When you get stripped of everything and you yeah. go bare bones, you realize what's important. And like I said, I was a little disappointed, not disappointed, but I, well, my wife told me my sister-in-law, my mother-in-law coming, I was like, ah, oh, dang it. Can we just bring little Mia? <laughs> but I started thinking about, you know, it's nice when we sit around the table yeah. and have this meal and have this Thanksgiving and appreciate the, those important things. You being able to go, John, mm -hmm. sit around that table for your just, son. Just to see my doesn't boys. Doesn't matter. Not even at the fucking table. Probably going to be running around playing Legos, doing their thing. Oh, they'll let you sit at nuggets. the table. Don't worry. They'll let you, they better let you sit at the table. Not, you call not me, me dumbass. Yeah. I'm talking about the kids. The kids <laughs> probably won't be at the table. Oh, they yeah. better. What's your happiest moment that you have in your mind? The fuck? <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh, no, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. God, let me hang on. Let me pull up the instructions. How do I freaking do it? No, but that's um, good. I, I mean, know. just going, you know, this. I call this one our Thanksgiving episode because we're going in that. And it's that thing that, you know, what are you thankful for? You know, when you strip down. Yeah. And it's so hard to do because what's going on? And it's kind of, I kind of like the whole wrench of, I cannot believe Trump won. But it feels like it's that wrench in the system because you get pushed on all this advertisement and you got to have this and look what's coming out. And, you know, especially now with all the Black Fridays coming up oh, and yeah. all the sales. Yeah, and you that that just means more work for me. <laughs> Happiest moment for me, man, is whenever I walk through a door 
and both my boys are yeah. yelling daddy and running up to me and hugging exactly. me. It's not, that is the absolute happiest it's always moment the, It's me. always like those simple moments like, like for me it was just spending the hospital days with Catherine and just hanging out in the hospitals. We could, it was like a shitty circumstances, yeah. but just spending time with my family, it didn't matter where we were at, mm. but just being together, playing games and having fun, those are my happiest memories. Yeah. Hands down. Eventually, you got to let go of the whole pride and let go of anger, let go of, you know, anything that gets in the way of just have fun, man. Just make people laugh. Moment. Make yeah. people smile. I'll tell you what about, uh, you know, the pressures of working and earning mm. more money and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. It's always like, man, we know. Man, we talked about, I think it was like in our first or second episode about trying to get through the fog of financials and everything oh, and the yeah. stress that that causes. Yeah. Still in the fog, boy. Shit's thick as shit right when it starts to get thin. Right when you think the sun's about to burn it all off. <sighs> Fucking God, storm I comes told, in, yeah. You know, Life hits I have you. my cousin. He's like 23. He's been married for like the last two or three years. Or maybe, no, he's maybe a little older. I think he's like 27. He's been married for like four or five years because wow, I think old. his daughter's like six. But I, was, I saw him this week, and I haven't seen him in a long time. I go, how's it going? How's it going with the marriage and stuff like that? When you're young, I know yeah. I was that age getting married. You know, I understand. And he's like, oh, I got a promotion at work. Um, you know, I think it's going to help because now I'm going to make a little bit more money. So things are probably going to calm down mm-hmm. at home. Just going to have a little bit more bills. <laughs> and I looked at him, I go, dude, it's not going to come down. No. Trust me, because you do without for so long. And then when you start making a little bit more money, it's almost like you level off yeah. because you kind of treat your things as things that you've been denying mm-hmm. yourself. And then all of a sudden, I'm all, I told him, I go, I make almost three times as much as I made financially than when I got married. And I don't know how we made it back then because we're barely making it now some days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, wait a second. How did I do it? Would you say the average person makes in a year like 40000 Yeah, Yeah. I yeah. was underneath that. I think the first two years yeah. I was married. 13 years ago almost you know what I mean I'm like okay but we still had an, a place to live in Huntington Beach we still ate every day Huntington most days <laughs> that's what I'm saying I was so blessed to be yeah. able to have that now we're over here and it's like I make way more than that and we're now my wife works yeah. too and the struggle still feels the same it's <laughs> not about kids how, are getting older, but, no no it's not about how much you make it's about how much you spend but that's the thing you gotta take inventory yeah, I have to sit back, look at my TV, mm-hmm. look at, you know, take a look around the thing. Like, I can see where we spent some of the money. Yeah. Let's be happy about it. The bills never stop. No. They're never going to stop. So I'm just trying to learn to appreciate. So my girls had a um, the teacher-parent conference thing we had. Mm-hmm. The grades are good. They're not doing bad. They're a little above average. But we've been watching so much TV at home. Mm-hmm that I, they're doing good but I'm like you know what they're not reaching their full potential because we are binge watching the hell out of Smallville lately that's <laughs> <laughs> my fault yeah so we just this is week two we set up a schedule uh-huh. where Monday Tuesday is family reading everybody gets their own book that they want to mm-hmm. read and we all kind of sit around and just read our books and you know because I told them like okay I can't just sit there and tell you guys that math and reading is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And you never see me read a book. Mm. You just see me grab Apple Remote and go, open Smallville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's see what the new movie is. Yeah. <laughs> Has Netflix updated their movies yet? Yeah. Damn. That's a good. But And then Wednesday, we're doing family game night. Yeah. Thursdays is cleaning day. Friday's free. Yeah. 
It's only week two. I hope it can go for at least a couple months. But here's the thing. It's like if you're sitting there on the sofa with your kids and you're watching like Smallville together, you're spending time together as a family. Like look at it like that. Because as you grow older with them, they're going to hold on to those memories. That's true. It's true. But I tell you what, it's been so much better Mm -hmm. reading and having game night. Oh, I think so. Yeah. And doing that stuff because... The TV, that's the easiest thing you could do as a family. Oh, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. It's taking the time and purposely cutting out mm-hmm. time. It's like going to the gym. You know what I mean? Like, that's important. That's yeah. healthy. I look at this little time that we're spending as just being as important. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, that's a little thing that Uncle Daddy's doing. Spend time Slash Uncle family. Buddy. <laughs> Depends on what podcast you're listening to. There you go. <laughs> well, gentlemen, it's almost that time, ain't it? Oh, that's it? That's all we're doing? We're done. That's it? I was going to talk about the Mexican book I'm reading. Get the fuck out of here, Mexican book. I'm serious. You might want to (laughs) hurry. Dude, I got to get the fuck up at 2 a.m. Oh, that's right. Well, we should probably wrap this up then. We'll talk about it. What the fuck is that with this Mexican book you're reading? I'm curious now. Okay, it's by Graham Hancock. And uh, sounds see. Mexican. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a book about the when the conquistadors first arrived in in Mexico and started conquering things, but in it he goes into things. the Mexican Empire, the Mexicas, the, the the Mayans, and and what their culture was like, and he does a good job of it, explaining it. But what shocked me was how bloody and they were. Like there was one time when they freaking sacrificed a thousand people over a couple of days. It was crazy. But it's called War God. Everybody should check that book out. It's awesome thousand people over a couple days yeah what they would do they take these obsidian knives slam it into their chest cut open the cavity rip it open pull out the heart <laughs> yeah Damn. all day long until blood was running down the pyramid just like almost just flowing just grab people i mean with these people like no 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 Bow. well what they would yeah, do is they like willingly? they would give them a, a mixture to drink oh yeah okay so you're that fucking... would dull them down and make yeah. them more yeah susceptible but yeah, yeah. that's a lot of people that's a lot of it was people. bloody. That must have stunk. Oh, How yeah. bad did that smell? Oh, just in all the heat that of the blood moment, man. I don't think you smell meat. anything, dude. And you're I, ripping people's hearts out. Aren't they going to release all that shit and piss everywhere, too? Yeah. When they die? Yeah. Oof, that's a lot of Mexican food traveling down those steps. <laughs> oh. Mexican food. But think about it. Jesus. <laughs> what were they eating? That must have smelled Couple like food. They ain't eating fucking burritos, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't stuff. have those. At that. Actually, they probably did. Those are the first Alberto's. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for bringing that up. So close to Thanksgiving. No oh, shit. Yeah. Throw a random Taco Bell in there. Really fuck up the whole it's program. So good. <laughs> it's so good. Great visual as I'm carving my turkey. Yeah. Hey, you guys brought the up cavity that. Open. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you one thing I'm thankful for. What's what are you that? thankful for? Mr. John Schatz. Me too. What's Who that? in the hell had the balls to throw all this money into buying equipment and doing a podcast on a whim? Literally, it came up like, you know, we talked about it for a couple weeks. Like, hey, we should do a podcast. We like to joke around a little bit. And then Monday, this guy just goes to the store. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Here's ten thousand dollars. I'd like to purchase some mics and equipment, please. No, ten thousand my ass. It wasn't 15, nowhere near that. 15, 20, we'll be all right. Twenty five. It's good equipment though. Yeah, it is. It, is. it looks all professional. <laughs> yeah. I like it. You know, it, it's to get, keep us together, man. You never know. The thing about like doing this podcast is just being able to be creative, 
mm-hmm. say what you want. Yeah. And do you having John, you having the balls to just go ahead and pull the trigger. I would have never done this. We would have still been talking about it. Had he not taken action. Mm-hmm. And I took action pretty quick, too. <laughs> it's kind of like, hard to... Do? I don't fucking want to do that. Let's do a, it. It was a little tough to find some investors for a while, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> Still looking for you fucks out there. God damn. Yeah, so um, it's been going strong. We've yeah. been doing this for, what, a few months? Yeah. So anybody listening... A few months, my um, ass. 30-something yeah. fucking I think we're going to have to have our first uh, telethon episode where we're going to have people send us money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead and write a check for $5,000. And if anybody, and if oh, anybody wants to, like... Uh, be our sponsors we need that yeah. like maybe yeah. uh dollar shave club actually i am a dollar shave club member me too that shave butter yeah. have you tried the shave butter oh, i've not. never tried to shave butter but i've got the platinums is it platinum well, you've got the executives executives i don't executives. know if i want to do shave club or harry's shave club is cheaper Shave Club is know. good to go, man. Honestly, I'm the only the only complaint I got with them is the you know the little one blade on the tip, so you can kind of clean up your edges and all that stuff. I don't know. It just seems like it's what I just far shave. Back. That's too complicated. I just shave. I don't know what right. you're doing. Come on, man. I can be lined up. He has a lot to work with here. <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That that's the only uh, complaint I got. Other than that. It just what, what the fuck? The hair's gone. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so, it works. I, I, I like blades. it better than the freaking um, the Gillettes and all. Oh that hell stuff, yeah, especially it's way when it comes to the money. You yeah, know? and then you can even arrange it to where like if you don't shave every day, well then just get blades every other month. And then that's true. Another sponsor we should try to contact is Audible because they've got awesome stuff. Hmm. Audible audiobooks or Five Four Club. Five Four Club's another good look one. Look at me. Look at you. Seriously, dude. Look I'm at like... a couple of one-twos. <laughs> look at me. A couple one-two broke, man. Maybe five, that's why I need to join Five Four. Five Four. Every time I get Five Four clothes and I wear it, I always get compliments from my family on my clothes. Always. Yeah. Dude, I wore a killer jacket they gave me over the weekend yeah. when I went to that football game. Yeah. Soaking wet. Look at what I'm wearing Ruined today. It. Ruined yeah. it. Oh, man. What it happened? rained the whole game. Really? So I went to LA to go. My uncle's diehard Ram fans are yeah. super excited. The Rams came back, so we went to the game uh, versus the Dolphins. Yeah, it rained the whole day, uh, but it was so cool. Oh my gosh! You should. Who cares? I'll, I'll show you guys some pictures right now. These guys yeah. set up was over there. All right, let's end. The this. Rams were winning 10-0 till the yeah. last five minutes of the game. Ended up losing fourteen to ten. God dang! It's not well. It's not it's as bad as the Chargers back to back. Chargers no. can't. Chargers will always find a way to lose. That's true. I don't they know will how find they're doing. Didn't uh, they threw like four interceptions? Oh, last it was game. bad. It was so bad. I'm I was, starting to feel the pain. My Packers have been so disappointing this season. Mm. On paper, I thought it was an easy road to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they lost to the Redskins this weekend. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, it's been a tough season for sure. Didn't Either he, way, didn't USC beat the the Redskins last week? I took a picture with Method Man at the game. Really? Yeah. Wu Tang. Really? Yeah. M A T H O D Man. Snoop was there. Fat Amy was there. Damn. Kucher was there. <laughs> who is that? Who is that? Oh, I guy? know you know who Ashton the Kutcher camera is. guy Ashton that Kutcher dude that's in the poster oh he's that dude that was married to that grandma for a while Punk. Demi Moore <laughs> damn Ooh, that is a hot damn. grandma that is a hot grandma well, yeah, when you've is. got that much money uh, plastic surgery can do amazing things Jesus that's plastic surgery done right mm-hmm. no I've shit. seen something done wrong oh my god oh yeah give us a boom man boom 
Dude, <laughs> yeah. I was like all into it. I was just like, uh, yeah, bring it down. 